All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a special on toxic uh, masculinity. I want to prepare you guys. This episode may be offensive to some. There are some things that are said on this panel that may catch a few people off guard. Um, in this episode, uh, like I said, we're joined from a few people from a few different podcasters. Some voices you have heard here on this podcast before, some you haven't. Um, and enjoy. I just wanted to prepare everyone to go in uh, just knowing that there is some content here that may offend everyone. Or some people, I should say. Um, but nonetheless, let's go ahead and start the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have established or gathered together a crack staff to discuss this topic of toxic masculinity that's been going all over the place. We have the esteemed one, the Andrew Bellow is in the building. What's going on, Andrew? Yes, I'm back. The white wolf has returned to the awakened soul. I'm happy to be here and happy to be back after a long time. I've been following and I'm actually happy uh, that, that one of our guests in particular is here because I appreciated her unpopular opinion from last week. I uh, I told her off air, but I figured I'd get it on the record just in case. But uh, yeah, glad to be back. <laughs> and that unpopular opinion came from none other than my sister in podcasting, the lovely Miss Shawnee. So I can make sure I say her <laughs> name correctly from I'm just saying. And OK, so here's the thing. What's going on? Hi. Hey, y'all. Thank you for the compliment, Andrew. I do it for you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. And then we also have, uh, this man needs no introduction, but I'm going to introduce him anyway. <laughs> the esteemed A-Track Brown is in the building, ready to pull no punches. What's going on, Track? Yo, prepare to fucking hate me when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. so Because I well, just looked up a fucking definition, and now I'm really pissed, and now I'm fired up. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, so we are here to discuss toxic masculinity. And before we get into it, let's define it for the good people. Uh, (laughs) After Googling it, the definition of toxic masculinity is adherence to traditional male gender roles that restrict the kinds of emotions allowable for boys and men to express, including social expectations that men seek to be dominant and limit their emotional range primarily to express anger. So let's break that down first, just by the definition of toxic, toxic masculinity. A-Track, it already sounds like you have some issues with that. What are your thoughts on it? I'm trying to define the definition. <laughs> Not only does the expression make no sense, I can't even make sense out of the definition. I'm reading it again. It's thus defined by adherence to a traditional male gender. So basically what they're saying, what? The 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 classic, the classic I want my son to grow up and be a man shouldn't exist in our society no more. You mean I got to teach my son? Well, I don't have a son. I got a daughter. But you mean I got to teach my daughter that even though she's a female, she's not a loser? I can't do that. Well, I mean, don't you know your daughter can now grow up to be a man? I mean, there's, there's these things are going on out there. Uh, Let me tell you, I, 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 I think that, you know, the society we have today, and, and it's funny because I read a link that said, um, I never watched this show at all, 
I only just hear black people talk about it in barbershops. It's called um, Insecure, and uh, it's on uh, HBO or whatever. And they said that next season they're gonna talk uh, tackle toxic masculine, black toxic masculinity. So basically, next season of uh, of 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 Insecure is gonna be all about bashing the black male and breaking them down, which they've been doing for years and years and years. And now, white people, it's your turn. You see, we all family in this game of oppression. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> Uh, Shanice, what is your thoughts on the definition of toxic, toxic masculinity? Um, I take it as sort of the same thing. Like they're basically saying that the, the, the stereotypical understanding of what it is to be a man is something that people are trying to get, do away with. Um, personally, you know, my unpopular opinion is that, you know, I let everybody live how they want to live. Like if you choose that you don't want to raise your kid that way and you want to raise them a certain way then that's your choice. But for me personally, um, I think there are some stigmas that go along with being masculine that aren't favorable. Even if I was a guy, I would feel like, you know, just because I'm a man doesn't mean that that applies to me all the time. Like, you know, you know, everything negative that comes along with being a man, um, which I'm sure you guys can attest to as being men, that it's not, it doesn't just apply because you have male genitals. Okay. Bella? I, I hear that definition, and I basically it sounds like the definition of masculinity. Like toxic has nothing to do with it, other than that last part where they throw on like to be angry or whatever it is. But up until that point, the entire definition is basically just the definition of masculine or masculinity. They do this branding thing, and by they I mean the evil feminists. Um, but they do this branding thing where they label it toxic masculinity, so that in any way, shape, or form, if you're conforming to male gender roles, whatever the hell that means. Um, that, that you are in fact part of this toxic masculinity. Yeah. And I, and I, and I agree with you on that, Bello. It, it, it is right now being used in a way to kind of just label anything that is stereotypically male as, as negative. Um, but you know, the concept of toxic masculinity, I want to go over two of the, the more prominent ways that it's used. First one is it is being politically and it's usually used as a weapon to, to, uh, the great men as a whole and psychologically it usually is used to um to label as anything that's a male expression of manliness as unhealthy or unconstructive or non-constructive um so what are some of the, the the more mainstream or more common uses of the word that you've seen uh that that have bothered you you first bellow well, yeah, we were talking about it right before we got on air. Uh, the rape culture is basically entire the, the supposed rape culture is entirely blamed on this idea that men are out there on the prowl trying to rape you at every turn if you're a woman on a college campus. And like so that's that's one of the bigger issues that you hear toxic masculinity thrown around a lot as well. And then it also obviously ties into, you know, the transgender movement in that, um, you know, being being overtly male isn't what makes you a man. You can be a man and be effeminate or be a woman and be masculine or this, that and the other thing. And they try to confuse the two so that you've somehow changed genders. But that's neither here nor there. But those those are two of the more, uh, you know, uh, common uses that I've seen. And I obviously take issue with both of them. OK, OK. We'll get into those issues for sure. Shanice, what about you? Um, negative, negative connotations when it comes to masculinity. For me, being a woman, I think um, when I think of like negative masculinity or toxic, toxic masculinity, I think of like overtly aggressive and like domineering and like, you know, 
that kind of whole like scary man type thing. And that goes beyond race to me. Like if you're that type of man, whether you be black, white, Asian, whatever, that's like really, that's where I take that thought. Like, I don't like the whole domineering aggressive. I can, I'm scientifically stronger than you. That whole thing, that whole idea is, is kind of fucked. And I don't think that's, I mean, I don't think that's something that men who pride themselves on being strong and, you know, being aggressive should feel bad for. It's just that's something that, you know. All right, A-Track, what about you? It's different when you have a girl and when you have a boy. If I had a, if I had a son, the only reason I would be cool with him playing with Barbie dolls in a Barbie house mm-hmm. if he was doing it like I did. He was burning it down when he was invading it with his G.I. Joes. <laughs> um, but I have a daughter, so I buy her... Girls' toys, about her boys' toys, and let her decide what she likes to do. She likes to use the girls' toys and play with the hair and whatnot, and she'll use the boy toys in whatever way she does it. And everybody's like, you know your daughter's a girl. And I say, well, so what? And everybody goes, well, that's that's strange because I wouldn't think that you would do that. I think you would want your girl to be, a, to, to your daughter to be like a, a, a classic girl. And I'm like, well, here's the problem. Chick toys suck, and that's not that's not my fault. Girls' toys suck. I'm in I'm in Target, and I'm like, if I'm my daughter, do I play with this or do I just have it sometimes? You know, you gotta you gotta know your child. So I know my child, and my daughter's at is she's nine now. You show her pink or a princess, she's like, get that shit out of my face. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I don't know if I'm to blame for that, blame for that, or if that's just her natural way of of being. You know, she's rebellious like I was rebellious. But, you know, and, and as far as the aggression is concerned, where, oh, I'm strong and you're weak. Yeah, y'all need to know that. We are strong and you are weak. We are better than you. Um, because in life, you ain't nothing but a fucking girl. And that's what I tell my daughter. And that's what I tell her mother. That's what I tell my mother. In life, you ain't nothing but a fucking girl. That's it. Your whole sole purpose, as far as I'm concerned, is to have babies. That's it. That's why you on this earth. But... I accept, I accept the idea and the premise that women can do anything. I accept that. I don't deny that. I don't say, well, she can't do this, she can't do that. But I also subscribe to the fact that, yes, I do believe a woman's purpose on this earth is to serve her man. Not in the way of like a slave, but emotional support, uh, even physical support. She's, she's, she's just second in command. Your woman is just second in command. That's what the women are. They're the second in command. That's the way I feel about it, and that's the way it is. Because unless you're playing fucking tennis, ain't no fucking um, universal team captain. There's only one fucking captain. There's a general, and 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 there's the there's the people below the general. And when you in a relationship and you marry, you be you better know that your man heads the shit. I don't care if you make more money than him. He is still the fucking head of the fucking family. Because if the shit breaks down. You ain't going to be looking for your mama. You're going to be looking for your man because you're going to want that strong, masculine person to protect you. And that's what inherently women want. They want to be protected. They can say they want to be equal in society, and that's fine. But equality stops short in a fucking relationship. Well, that A-Track just unloaded. Um, Before we get into that, (laughs) uh, give me a second. Uh, I'll edit this part. I got to add Rhonda in. All right, so damn a track like I, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um uh, but before we get into a track's comments we have a uh, fashionably late because she 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 is amazing we have Rhonda Mary uh, <laughs> in the building what's going on Rhonda 
Hey, can you guys hear me? We can. Yes. Okay, I can barely hear you. Okay, I think I got it. You good? Hey, guys. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hello. So, um, Rhonda, we'll, I'll definitely catch up, but we have to discuss what A-Track just said, and then we'll, we'll catch up. Um, Bello, I mean, what, what, what do you have? What, what to me for? Because uh, so, you're always prepared. <laughs> I am always prepared. Um, so, all right. So, as far as what Track said, um, I think you could have opened with the I think women can be equals in society. Um, hey, I said at the end of the day, I said it. All right. No <laughs> matter what order it. I said it, I still said it. <laughs> this is true. All right. So, just duly noted out there. Every <laughs> That track does believe women can be equals in society. Uh, other than that, I don't. I wouldn't say it quite as vitriolically, but I somewhat agree. I mean, to, the quote unquote. All right, so I've I've already tried to establish that toxic masculinity is in fact just basic masculinity. Um, masculinity chased down the buffalo, dragged it fucking back to the cave, and everyone ate that buffalo. Like that's that's masculinity is something that has been part of our evolution. It's always been masculine and feminine. The men hunt, the women, you know, have their children and stay at home, and this, that, and the other thing. I'm also with track in that women could be equal parts of society. If you want to go out and have a job, I don't know why you would, because I hate mine. But uh, nonetheless. <laughs> you're more than entitled to come out and work with us and get equal pay because the wage caps admit. Um, but You better you know, fucking dress appropriately. That's for goddamn sure. And appropriately means hiding your titties and keeping your ass in some loose fucking pants. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to second that. Uh, <laughs> I can't get behind that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, my so God. What is happening? Like, masculinity has accomplished great things now it's not to say that femininity didn't play a role in it but at the end of the day like the computer we're talking on designed by a man like the chairs we're sitting in designed by men like men have actually had their hand more so on the wheel as society has moved on from cavemen to now uh they've been steering the ship at least a majority of the time and we've ended up pretty well at the end of the day. And as long as we may, these gender roles that people want to freak out about are essential to literally the evolution of the species. Like we need to have men. We need to have women. They need to mate. They need to make more men and women. Then that continues on forever and ever. Like that's that's biologically what's going on. Um, so so, yeah, I think there is a certain degree of masculinity does need to play a prominent role in relationships and in life, um, because I, I think at the end of the day, like men are more single-minded we can get one thing done point us in a direction we will do that thing uh, but women because of the ultimate you know role of motherhood have the ability to multitask and handle more things at once than we do and that works like again as, as a part of an evolutionary tool of our species to continue and grow and you know advance all right um shanice i, I want to throw it to you um there's a lot to unpack here but I know you. Mm-hmm. You're always well equipped and ready for the fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you thinking? Um, are we just responding off of the latest statements? Or are we right now? It's just the latest statements. We'll get back on track, but I feel like it would be kind of remiss not to at least uh, address the the latest track, so to say, from Eight Track Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I'm trying to say this in a way that makes sense outside of my brain. Okay, so I understand and I I wouldn't say I agree because I don't think you need to understand and agree. I think those can be two separate things. I understand Thank exactly you. what A-Track is saying. I understand exactly what um, Bello is saying. 
Um, for me, I think because um, the latest comments came from my stating like the whole overly overtly aggressive and things like that, that comes from not being like, you know, if you want to be, as they call it, a macho man and, you know, be strong in, in sports and you want to, you know, toss things across the room and things like that because you're strong and you're just a macho man. That's okay. I'm talking when it relates to me. Like I said, as a woman, um, when that energy is brought to me and my person, regardless of what you do outside the house, but when it's brought to me as a person and how I am handled or supported or things like that, that's, that's to me what becomes toxic. Because to me, as a woman, I feel like, and we could all agree, like the way that men speak with each other and the way that women speak with each other is completely different. Um, knowing those differences, I think it's all important to be cognizant of those differences. And you can be all rough and tough with your Afro puffs, with your dudes, but you know, you you speak differently. Like I'm sure H. I can you can attest to that. Being that you have a daughter, you said she was nine. You don't speak to her the same way as you would speak to anyone else because she's number one, she's nine. And because she's a little girl and things like that, you wouldn't say the same things completely to her that you would to like CJ or something like that. You just wouldn't because, you know, number one, it's just, it's just different. So that's mostly what I meant by the overtly aggress- aggressive and, you know, the super strong, like you, you don't have to do all of that. Cause I'm not requiring that you do that. You can speak to me like in the same tone that I'm speaking to you. No one's going to think you're less than just calm down. And let's just have a conversation. You don't have to be, you don't have to prove your masculinity to me. I'm well aware that you're a man. In a way, we have to. We have to. N- not to you personally. Like if if mm-hmm. you're one if you're one of the, the the very few who don't need that, that I think that's awesome. But I think in general, we as men, we have to do that. And also I do talk to my daughter like that. I don't pull no punches. You know, when when I die, I want her to say, you know something, this nigga was an asshole, but he taught me everything that I needed to know, and I'm prepared in life. I I, I do have a problem with my filter, as my mother uh, has always told me, um, and there, there are times where I, I do talk to her calmly, you know, but when we have to have these conversations, you know, I get real. But that's besides mm-hmm. the point. Um, point being, we have to be masculine for a lot of women. We have sometimes we have to show that, and I say that because in a fundamental way, that shows our cool side. A woman is not going to be with a man who's who she's cooler than. She's not. She's not. She wants to be with a dude that she thinks is cool. And unfortunately, in our society, and, and given in whatever community you in, and I'm going to just speak from the from the uh, uh, Latino black side. It's being a supreme fucking asshole, unfortunately. And nice guys like myself, I may, I may, you know, I know that sounds kind of funny, but I am a nice dude. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't hit on on females. I ain't grabbing you in the street unless you put your hands on me. I ain't grabbing you in the street and arguing with you face to face. But I find that a lot of females, especially in my community, for that for some strange reason, they find that shit attractive. And I, I broke it down to myself that in some ways. As fucked up as that is, that is that is a masculine way of acting. That is a, that, that for some strange reason, there's a masculine way that women get trapped in. It's just something about that. It's that dangerous. It's like that scene in Goodfellas when he beat the shit out of that dude with that gun. She was open. Whatever feeling she had for that man before, it got way better after she saw him beat the living shit out of her uh, next door neighbor with that gun. And not only did he do that, he he gave her the gun. 
Once she chose to hide that gun, she's like, I'm with this guy for life. So in various ways, for some reason, this masculinity that a lot of women say is, is toxic, it's what attracts them to them. We don't get pussy just because we have dicks. We do not. That shit takes skill. A woman gets dick just because she has a pussy. That's a Can I ask fact. a question? What's up? For you said Goodfellas. Yeah. Who wrote that? Um, Martin Scorsese, but it was a true story. Hmm. Interesting. And I so, believe that particular scene in that movie was fucking true. I really believe Henry Hill pissed the whip the fucking dude for fucking with his girl because he may have been half Irish, but he was also Italian. But then again, Irish dudes don't play that shit either. <laughs> So let's um let's let's get this all back. Um Miss <laughs> <laughs> Mary, um so before you came on, we somehow I know what you just jumped into. We started this off by <laughs> defining like, <laughs> defining toxic masculinity. Um so just just for the interest, I'm gonna read the definition back and I just want you to give me your thoughts on it and then we're gonna we're gonna get this thing back on track. Um so toxic masculinity is defined by adherence to traditional male gender roles that restrict the kinds of emotions allowable for boys and men to express, including social expectations that men seek to be dominant and limit their emotional range primarily, primarily to expressions of anger. So when you hear that definition, what's the first thing that comes to mind and do you agree with it? I don't agree with it. I absolutely don't agree with it. Um, I actually don't believe in toxic masculinity. Um, I believe it's a term that feminists have coined and used to silence men on certain issues um, when it comes to whatever that may be. And I think it's a way to into, um, I think, Bellow's point. Um, women are attracted Many women, I will say, because I can't speak for everybody, are attracted to masculine men. I think it's a balance of energies. You hear Mary J. Blige sing this uh, song about, you know, good boys are no fun and Mr. Wrong. And that's for a reason. And I think what I would like to say also to that point, I think a lot of black women confuse danger or that kind of mystery Um for dominance, and it's not always the same thing. It's not always the same thing. So I think people need to learn what what dominance really is and what that addresses. And I don't just think it's always like a danger or a bad. I think women are naturally attracted to men that can protect and provide. And um, if we look back through history, um, we can see that in many, many instances. And I think that's still what that is today. And I think the mistake women make is um, they'll mistake someone um, with outburst or someone that's angry for dominance. And it's not the same thing. And that's where this term comes in. So we start to um, attribute this to masculinity. But when, in fact, you have women that are aggressive and violent and abusive and all these other things as well. So I think it really comes down to a good person, bad person type thing, good energy, bad energy. And it doesn't matter what end of the spectrum, gender spectrum you're on. 
And so I think if women want to get down to real issues, they're going to have to stop using these fluff terms and they're going to have to get to the heart of what it really is and what they really want out of men. That's a lot to unpack there. Uh, and I, I love your points there. Dominance uh, and, and it being the difference. Bella, what do you think about everything Rhonda just unloaded, which great point. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, she she kind of echoed a lot of what I had said before. But basically, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, this is uh, we are just another species on this planet that's trying to survive. And over the course of time, dominant men have become you know, masculine men have become the dominant men in in the small communities that have grown across the world. And those are the ones that, you know, get the best women. <laughs> and that has moved us forward through evolution over time. And, you know, if you want to be, you know, you want to have if as a man, you want to be able to find yourself, you know, a good woman to reproduce with and, you know, continue this legacy that you're building for yourselves. And, uh, you know, you, you want to be the dominant alpha male in the room. You want to be the guy that stands out. You want to be the peacock with the prettiest feathers, whatever the case may be, to try to draw attention to, to women. And being more masculine draws that intention more uh, than, than being effeminate. Like, yes, the stereotypical gay friend or friend zone type guy that might go to you with you know, go to the mall with you is not the guy you marry. You marry, you know, the you marry the the more masculine guy that can provide and fill his supposed gender role. Yes. So I'm going to come to you. So do you think that this toxic masculinity that so many feminists talk about is it the same thing that may attract them? Is is it is it twofold? Is it a double-edged sword in the sense that the same thing that attracts women is the same thing that causes this ta- toxic masculinity discussion? Um, again, like Rhonda, I can't speak for everybody and see that, you know, I seem to be a bit more different than my, than my, um, acclaimed gender. I'm just a bit different because I just see the world differently. Um, I was I mainly just focused on relationships at this point. Um, and I'm not going to talk about mine because mine is a totally different story, but with relationships and the guys that I've been attracted to throughout life. Um, and I grew up with, you know, two older brothers and, you know, a single mom and all that. Um, And seeing my mom be the single mom, I saw her as more, not dominant, but she, of course, having three kids, she had to be, you know, on her shit. She had to be responsible. She had to take care of a lot of shit. She was, as you know, single mothers will say in households, they were the man in the, in the, in the house. Um, And then my brothers being older and I was the youngest, they basically mimicked that. They always took care of things and things like that. So growing up, being attracted to guys was more like, can I see somebody? Because I've always been the take care of shit person too, mimicking my mom. So my thing is, can you not match, but can't do I do you exhibit those same things that I'm used to seeing? Like I can take care of myself. I can do for myself because my mom taught me how my brothers can, you know, had to when I was younger, take care of shit, do for themselves. So I tend to gravitate towards people like that, not to take care of me, but just to be like, do you also exhibit those same survival tendencies? Um, Case in point, (laughs) I was in a relationship where our lives were really different in that they didn't have that that upbringing where they had to take care of shit and be on top of shit and, you know, do things like that. So a lot of the things that I would express weren't understood. It's like, well, why do you have to do that? Why do you have to grind? Why? Do, what does that mean? Why do you have to do that? And it's like, cause that's my life. You don't get it. It's different. Um, so I've always been attracted to guys who I know can take care of shit. Like they know how to make their own doctor's appointments. Like it's just certain things that I feel like as a, 
as an evolving person, you need to know how to do. But I've never not been attracted to guys who have been macho, macho. But like, it's just, that's not, that's not what does it for me. Like, I'm not the type of girl that goes up like, oh, he has big muscles and he has a beard and blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't go for all that typical man shit. Like, I don't, I've never liked it, but I don't, I don't not see why girls like it. It's just not my thing. But I also have liked guys who, you know, wanted to go to the library. Like, let's go to the bookstore. Let's go to the, let's go to the movies. Like, let's, let's go to the mall. They're not feminine acting like, you know, my gay best friends, but they're just like different kind. They have different kinds of interests. Like, let's just chill. Let's, you know, let's do that. So it really just depends on, you, you know, I'm like big on energy. It really just depends on the kind of person you are for me, which is why I think I'm just a lot different than the women in my age category in 2018. I'm just different in that sense. I don't care about those things as much. Beard shade aside, I completely agree with you. Uh, <laughs> it was but... <laughs> no beard. And I knew you were going to say something about it. It's no beard shade. Maybe that's just my toxic masculinity showing. But before we get into age, A-Track's like thoughts. I am you know. not insecure about my beard at all. My beard is amazing. But uh, for, <laughs> reading from an article from... Uh, uh, mentalcoolness.com says that toxic mas- masculinity is also more conducive to getting laid than being healthily emasculated. Combine this with an insanely powerful biological sex drive for males. And this is when you get toxic masculinity, which even that doesn't kind of make sense when you lay it all out. But a track that compared to uh, combined with what we're talking about now, do you agree at all with toxic masculinity maybe being a, a byproduct of the higher sex drive of the male. Um, that's it. That, that might have some facts to it. Uh, if a man has a higher sex drive, then, you know, especially, and let me tell you something, toxic, toxic masculinity or whatever, or women being attracted to it doesn't just stop at women. I can tell you this from gay guys that I know, even gay dudes want that. <laughs> even gay dudes want a masculine guy. Um, you got it's it so I would say that yeah, there might be some truth to the to the sex drive and, and ask and act kind of masculine because you know it 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 is one and the same. If uh and I'm not talking about uh, a rapey sex drive, I'm talking about uh, uh a guy who you know just you know likes to get it on. <laughs> you know, um so I think there is a uh um a connection there. I think there's some 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 you know truth to that point but it's it's at the end of the day it it is what it is with with the way men are and the way we carry ourselves and our aggressiveness could could we use a little less aggression in 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 our society today with dudes i would say yes because as guys we are a bunch of idiots i have a philosophy where i say women are losers and men are idiots because we as men will do anything for a woman. I'm going to tell you right now, six of the dudes, 60% of dudes in jail who are not in there for no serial killer shit are in there most likely because of a woman. Either they wanted to impress a chick or they was upset at a chick or something. At the end of the day, it had to do with a girl. When that shit happened with Junior in New York City and they chopped that kid up. The first thing I said to myself was fucking women. I mean, actually, the first thing I said was goddamn Dominicans, but it, it, it was followed by fucking women. And because I knew it had to do with a fucking girl. I knew it had to do with a girl. You don't chop a kid up over some sneakers. That I was like, that shit had to do with a girl. And, and here is where 
we do get in trouble with our toxic masculinity where we get idiotic because a bunch of dudes thought it would be a good idea to show other cats that they getting down with this chick. They putting the train on the chick because they had to show that, oh, look what I can do. Look how I handle my business. And that is where we fall. We fall from grace at a, at a, at a very big uh, uh, uh from a very big uh, cliff, from a very hot plane, because that shit has to stop. And we sweat women so much that we give them so much power. And I try to teach that to my younger brother, my ne- my, my nephews and my little cousins. I always tell them, don't ever, ever put a woman above yourself. Never do that shit. If you're going to talk to a woman, be confident, but also remember you are better than her. Because if you act like she's better than you, you're going to do everything in your power to show that she can be with somebody like you who's not on her level. Now, that's just my personal feeling about it. I I can't stand like it's gotten to the point where I cannot stand to see a picture of Rihanna anymore. I can't. I can't. Whatever I see you. It's not it's not her. It's the way dudes act when they see her. It's like, oh, you wouldn't bang Rihanna. You wouldn't bang Rihanna. I live in the Bronx. There's 40 chicks that will bury Rihanna. I, like, Rihanna's pussy is no different than that bitches in McDonald's pussy. Why the fuck, why the fuck should I sweat Rihanna so damn much? What is so special about her? But it's really no different than dudes on TV for women. Drake is an ugly motherfucker. But since he's a famous rapper, he can bag bitches. If Drake was the fucking manager at McDonald's, they'd be like, get your broke Jewy ass away from me. So this, you know, it's it's we as men and women, we 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 gotta find a fucking balance. Women have to understand that, yeah, this this dude may not make as much money as you, but it's like, oh, I'm sorry, sister. What's your name, Charlene? Shawnee. Shawnee. It's like what you say. Dude is a hard worker. That shows that he's got he's got some type of drive. He's got some type of ambition. You're okay, fine. He's not making the six figures and you make more than him. But the thing is, what they see, they see a man who makes less, a man who's struggling. That's not cool. That's not cool. I don't want to be with a guy who I'm cooler than. Someone you know, I had a question man. about that and you just reminded me of it. CJ, is it okay if I ask this question? Yeah, take it away. I mean, you know, this is this is just shit. I just want to be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in terms of being cool, I wonder, because I had this conversation with my, um, in a separate podcast, um, masculinity, um, we discussed like maybe it's something that men do for other men. Like when you brought up junior and it kind of, um, reminded me of that situation. Um, because those guys, like you said, it had to, they allegedly had to do with some girl. No one really knows for sure, but. Oh, it had to do with a girl. So that's what up. they say started it. It's no alleged. Knows, it, it had really. to do with a girl. Well, a girl who head, right now is probably getting another train pulled on her. <laughs> probably. But I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but for those guys, like you said, you bring it up like, you know, um, unfortunately killing this kid and, you know, showing this video of whatever happened with this girl to other guys. You know, we discussed like, you know, a lot of the times um, men act a certain way around women when there's other guys present, but they act differently when it's just the guy and the girl. And I wonder, like, do you... Do any of you guys um, think that there's some truth to that as a man? Because we can only say what we speculate. But as a man, do you feel like sometimes men, either yourselves or others, act a certain kind of manly way when there's men present versus when it's just a guy and a girl? Oh, of course. Of course. And everything, I like to think that everything in this in this world is a gift and a curse. And the curse of being, of have, of being masculine, that's it. 
because sometimes you got to show out for the next dude. You know, even if like like if I'm hanging out with Bello, I know Bello's a cool guy, but I need the Bello to know, yo, there's a line you better not cross with me because I will fucking choke the shit out of you. <laughs> it's a, it's it's the the line is not there. It's it's it, I mean it's there, but it it, it it takes a lot. I'm just saying, but that that's a part of it. It's it's you know my best friend in the world who's my brother. There's certain lines that you know we're not gonna cross because we know if that line is crossed. We are going to be fucking fighting mm-hmm. and whatnot, and I think that's I think that's where responsible or masculine masculinity uh, becomes a responsible thing for for you to know how to check yourself. You know, it's easy to check yourself in front of dudes you know who you grew up with, who you cool with. It's another thing to try to check yourself in front of dudes you don't know. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to back nobody wants to back down from from a guy who they don't know because it's gonna make them like a bitch, and that ain't got nothing to do with females. That's mm-hmm. just got to do with the men around you. It's 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 like it's like dogs, you know, and 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 and, and lions. It's it's no different than the animal world. A dog with the with the with, doesn't matter how loud how how loud his bark is. Once he needs to attack, he's gonna fucking attack. And he's gonna show everybody I'm the fucking dude. I'm that dude. So yeah, it's it's a fucked up thing with men because not only do we do it around women, we also do it around men, and we don't understand that yo. That's my dude, bro. Like bros before hoes. You ain't gotta act all all like that. But it's it's it is the curse of of masculinity that gets to us to the point where we feel we have to act a certain way about about uh, uh, around dudes. Because I I the first thing I do is make sure a nigga is not sizing me up. I don't like that shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and and to tell how dude is sizing you up is like if he's always like if he's like hey how you doing you know patting you on the shoulder or or giving you that little nudge it's like yo why are you sizing me up don't do that shit it, it ain't happening bro and, and you know that's just the way it is but it's bad <laughs> CJ <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just, but fine. to your point you remember how you said I knew you he wasn't dumb <laughs> <laughs> you remember how you said that you like a dude who 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 does what he needs to do and doesn't make excuses and whatever, whatever. The 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 type of person you are is, is that's another another ex, uh, another version of a of, of women. The women who are attracted to men who remind them of men who they've been around. I told a good friend of mine, if you want to sleep with that, you better find out what fucking cologne her father wore, because whatever she's used to seeing growing up. That is what she's gonna like when she's out in the world, and that's kind of an example. I'm not saying you have a, 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 a like an Oedipus thing for your brothers. I'm not saying that. It's just <laughs> what you've seen as a man is that's what you like because you've seen that from your brothers. That's true. You understand? Mm-hmm. So a lot of women are like that. So they'll make a connection uh, with men who they've been around if they've been around certain men. That's you know. So Miss Mary, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you. There's, you've been qu- kind of quiet over there. There's been a lot unpacked. Um, <laughs> I want to give oh, you time to, to 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 spew your thoughts and get anything off your mind and and all that good stuff. Um, it's like so much uh, to talk about, but one thing is I find it interesting when um women castrate their cheating boyfriends or they chop their bodies up and put them in a the freezer. We watch these. Lifetime movies based on <laughs> um, investigation TV, and they play these shows like back to back to back, and they actually actually can be very addictive. By the way, so I just <laughs> wonder why nobody talks about or calls it toxic 
femininity. Um, I just think that's very interesting. And like I said, I think we all have baggage that we need to unpack here. And we really just, I feel like what we should focus on more is the relationship between male and female, the balance between male and female and teaching young men to talk about your emotions, to talk about how you're feeling, to be a good communicator, to like to go to the mall, to like fashion, to like to laugh and smile in your pictures. That's not feminine. And I think that's where the conversation starts. A man that can handle his business, that's not masculine. So I think we have to just talk about the characteristics and the personality traits that are detrimental, no matter which side of it you're on. Um, and I think we stop and we need to stop throwing these things at men because what's happening is I think I heard somebody say men seem to be getting more and more aggressive. Well, to me, they seem to be getting more and more passive. And, um, he made a really great point about women liking, um, or preferring to be around a type of men that they were around. So, um, you know, I particularly, I came from a two parent household. My mom worked, but my dad was the leader of our home, very masculine, but he's a good, loving, caring man. He was in our life. He stayed with my mom, even though he didn't have his father in his life. And those are the characteristics that I would love to have in a man. And so I think it's important that we elevate the good things about masculinity and start to attribute these other things where it needs to be so we can put things in perspective. I love that. I love that. Bella, what you think? Yeah. I, a couple of points um, uh, amongst all of that. Cause again, this is, this is a lot, we're, we're covering a lot of ground here, uh, <laughs> but they kind of bounce back to the like men hang, uh, hanging out with other men, uh, communicate differently than they do with women. It's it's a, very much like women do the same thing, do they not? Mm. I mean, it's like women, like like fellas, like the ladies are not getting dressed up for us. They are getting dressed up for one another because they want to. They want to be, you know, they want to be the hottest chick in the room, or they want to be this, that, and the other thing, the same way that we do. So almost like like she was saying that there could be potentially. Rhonda, I'm sorry, uh, was saying potentially could. Uh, have such a thing as toxic femininity, I think really what we're getting down to is the crux of this whole argument is that masculinity in and of itself is not toxic, but right. it could be implemented in a toxic fashion by a small minority of men that are your rapists, your murderers, your, you know, your wife beaters, your this, that, and the other thing. Then it's very easy to say, you know, that, that, oh, that's toxic masculinity when in fact it's just a toxic person who happens to be masculine. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very, I like that statement. Because I do agree with Rhonda in saying that, you know, there are women, which does seem to be a growing trend. And I know we're not talking about women, but um, to be a growing trend of like, you know, the abusiveness and all that stuff. And I've, I'm just, I never got it. I never understood it because my thing when it comes to stuff like that, like I don't think abuse is a man thing or a woman thing. My thing has always been um, like what you're told as a child, like keep your hands to yourself. If you don't want to get hit, don't hit nobody. Like that's just been my universal exactly. understanding. Like it doesn't really stem from, you know, what, what you were born as. Um, but I think that's, I think that's very true. I do think that masculinity I think there's sort of like everything. You can pick anything in the in the world that exists. It always has a pro and a con. And mm. um, I just think it's something that shouldn't be um, 
shouldn't be depicted as like the the word masculinity shouldn't automatically have that negative connotation, which I do agree with because, like I said, it's not it's not negative to be manly or the things that they describe as masculine. It's not bad. I just think people or certain men, I feel like certain men abuse that 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 description to to overpower and that's fine if you do that it's just again for me i don't i don't do that because i feel like it's unnecessary especially because like and that's why i brought up the whole other being around other men thing because i'm not challenging you and what you feel your masculinity is i'm just existing you know what i mean and it that's why i brought up like being around other men because i feel like you know the whole thing that you said sizing people up and you know growing up with brothers and you know my fiance, they always, when we're in a public space, always feel like men are watching them. And I'm like, no one's looking at you. Like, no one cares. <laughs> but, you know, that whole that whole feeling of someone's going to test your masculinity. I feel like, well, for me as a woman, I don't have that. When I walk into a room full of women, no matter how I'm dressed, I don't feel like I'm in competition with her. That's just me. Uh, Wait a second. Oh, for you. Okay. <laughs> for me, by the way. As yeah. me and my myself over here, <laughs> I don't feel that way. I don't believe that either. I don't believe that. Unfortunately, this is only our first time meeting. Hopefully, there'll be other times and we can spend more time getting to know each other. But for me, I don't ever walk into a group full of women and feel like, oh, well, I got to be this or I got to that because I I just don't I have care. a question about that. So, mm-hmm. oh. You you know, you say that you're not that way. And um I think that a lot of people can vouch for that it's a lot of women that are that way. Is this have you all would you say you've always felt like this, even in middle school and high school? No, well for well growing up, as you know, I feel like all of us can say growing up you deal with getting to really figure out who you are and you know, liking yourself. Of course I didn't always have feel confident in who I am and I don't always feel confident about what I look like or you know my presence in the world but I always had this idea that everyone that's why I say I'm always different than than a lot of people and a lot of people don't understand because I feel like I'm just a human like I walk the world in my head like a human being even though I know when people see me they either see a woman first or they see a black woman first Mm-hmm. I know that they look at me that way, but I walk around like a human being. So I don't ever feel like I'm in competition. Of course, you know, in middle school, you know, when your body's going through changes and then you got this girl over here and you're like, damn, like she got titties and shit. Like, you know, I'm over here looking like a little boy. Like what's going on? You have those, but I never felt like I had to, had to pretend or try to, try to, because she looked good. And let's say she was getting attention. I never felt like I had to sort of like prop myself up or make sure I look a certain way to sort of get the same attention. You never put up a front for other people pretty much. Yeah, I I don't want to say right, to, to, to say that because it sounds like you know. Well, I've been a real bitch. Like that sounds. Like, <laughs> like, that sounds way too confident for who no, I, I am. I, I understand. I understand exactly what you're saying. You never. You never felt mean. that you. Yeah, yeah. You never felt mean. that you had to. You know, keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. Never. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Right, how to I, I got. I got that. I got that. Yeah. I can understand that one hundred percent. All right. Anything? Anyone have anything <laughs> left to say on that? But I, I but I, the, the thing is, is like if if we as men and women don't have a pure understanding of who we are as human beings, especially from a scientific standpoint, we are never going to really get over the, the 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 hurdle. You know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, or whatever, mm. whatever. 
and, and it's it's like what you said about you know you you, you uh see these um these shows with the women who find their boyfriend cheating and they castrate them and this that and the third and you know men get all upset because they see they women cheating and they see you know they they going insane and whatnot and it's 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 our egos being out of whack it's us not putting our egos in check i mean i've always felt that if a woman is cheating it's because it's something that i'm doing wrong and if a man is cheating it's just because he's a dude. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know a lot of women don't like to hear that, but it's the truth. It is the truth. We do what we do because of who we are. It's our society that tells us, no, 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 no. That's not how you do things. That's not how a man is supposed to be. Well, who the fuck are you to tell me how a man is supposed to be? Because I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Uh, Colonizer, but before you took me away, I was swinging my dick with my six wives. And now all of a sudden I'm in this wilderness and you telling me that I got to be faithful? What are you fucking retarded? So now, and, and, and I'm talking, and I'm talking as a as a as a as a, as a black man right now. You know, I feel that I like you know it's a, it's, a, it's a nice a nice. I won't even get this as a tattoo. A nice passage in the Bible that says, "Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad." And if that isn't a perfect example for minorities in this country, I don't know what is. If that's not an example for just poor people individual in this country overall. I don't know what is because it's true to heart. You in a you're in a society that is making who you are a, a, ultimately a bad thing. They are making being a man into a bad thing almost, and it's like, God damn, um, I was born with a penis, so I, I I'm I'm fucked, you know. And you got crazy feminists out there talking about abort male babies and this, that, and the third, and and crazy. <laughs> I'm not yo. Bello can attest to this. You know, if it's one thing that me and this dude agree on is that that toxic feminist shit, that shit <laughs> is out of control. And the more out of control it gets, the more resistance it gets from the real dudes. As I see women in our society, quote unquote, progressing, I get worse as a man. Not because I'm upset that women are progressing. That's fine. I'm upset at the way women choose to progress as a whole. And of course, you know, different communities say, di- you know, have different looks on things. But in the, in the workforce, like I, I just sent uh, 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 um, CJ a picture of a, a thing they put in my uh, in my job about sexual harassment. I was like, this has got to be a fucking joke. This has got to be a joke. First of all, if you got to put up rules about sexual harassment, maybe you shouldn't even have a business at all. <laughs> but second, the, the the whole thing, you know, and, and we're we're living in that time, the whole Me Too movement. That shit is, and, and it's catching everybody. Some people are guilty, some people are not. And it's like I said about uh, men and women being equal in society. It, it, it is equal. Now we get to the workplace, and I'm gonna say, hold on, pump the brakes. Do not expect never to get a fucking out. Granted, and, and out there outside. If you wearing tight jeans and got your butthole showing, I could say whatever the fuck I want. I could say whatever I want. And people actually try to make that as if, as if, you know, it's my fault. I'm not the one who chose to go outside with their titties out. If you show, if you put them in my face, I'm going to say something. I I personally won't. But I mean, as, as a man, a man is going to say, you say no, but you can't do that. That's not right. It is not fair. Having men work with women is like having a fucking bear work with salmon dipped in honey. (laughs) 
And that's not mine, that is Patrice O'Neal's. But I'm just saying, it's fucking true. It is fucking true. I tell when Karen keeps coming to work with a short dress and bending over and putting her titties in my face. Did she bring her potato salad? Back to the idiot shit. I would never eat fucking potato salad with raisins in it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. You better That's not all of us. It's if, not if, all of us. <laughs> if, if Tyrone at my job thinks he's going to get a shot to fuck Karen, he's going to eat that potato salad, raisins and everything, and act like it's the best shit he's ever had. My but lord. Today, we we have to step on eggshells for women, and I don't think that shit is cool when it comes to certain, certain ways we have to interact. I should be able to have an open discussion about anything with a woman as much as I want. What I hope so you want to talk about her titties on the job is basically what you're saying. I'm gonna be like, yo, you know something? You showing them breast off today, and they look nice. <laughs> Why the fuck are you? Sh- I mean, I know you're not showing them because because you want to attract. You know, you know, you want to look good. I, I got that. It took me a long time to understand that women don't do that for men. It took me a long time to understand that. But I just got this podcast on the radio eight track. I think you may have officially gotten me taken <laughs> off the air. One and done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's it's not it like like I said, I don't I would never I don't say that stuff because I don't believe that type of attention should be given because it just makes you look stupid. But I'm just talking in terms of men in general. It's like, why, why, why? Why must the boobs be in my face and I got to stay silent? Why? Okay, but like when y'all have on y'all little gray sweatpants, we don't talk about the bulge. We not all up on you in your face. I think it's it's You don't even know me. (laughs) I think it's a very respectful and tasteful way to let a woman know that she's looking beautiful today. She's looking attractive. I like your dress. Not, you hey, I like your titties, and they but in my face that. But you can't even say that. You can't even say, I like the way you're rocking that. That looks cool. You can't. I had a guy at, yo, there was a guy I know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say his name. Dude bought a chick a flower to work and a balloon that said, happy birthday. He was just being polite. He didn't have a thing for her or nothing. These were two people who always talked and conversed. She reported him. He got reprimanded. He didn't get fired, thank God. When I asked her, why did you do that to him? She goes, have you seen him? I said, okay, you did that because he's ugly. So had he looked like Brad Pitt, it wouldn't have been a fucking problem. And but see, still- that is, that's toxic femininity to me. It's, that's like, and that's see, this- using your power. That's why I come back to the Even if y'all don't feel that y'all doing it in a, in a, in a, what's the word I'm looking for? In a, um... In a hurtful way, or you're just trying to be—I I, can't—I can't even think of the word. But that's—that's that's what y'all do, subconsciously or not. It's and 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 thank God, there's there's still some women left like y'all who probably would never go to a boss and say, "Oh, he told me I look good in my dress." I do understand if you went to the boss and say, "Hey, he had—he said I got nice titties." But if you—but if you got your short your shirt low cut, and I'm like, you nah, like a boss should be like, listen. If you got a double D, you gonna have to cover them joints up. Cause I I don't I don't want no trouble. I don't want no problems. We 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 can't have a sexual harassment day here. We need a sexual harassment purge. 
where for one day, dudes get to say whatever the fuck we want. Whatever the fuck we want. One day, we get to get it out of our system. No touching, no nothing. No nothing. Come to work. Hey, listen, I wanted to know if I could fuck you in the broom closet. Oh, oh, no, no. Okay, it's cool. All right. Keep the flowers. I have a question. Oh, my God. You're inspiring, A-Track. I have so many questions because of you. Um, God damn it, Johnny. It's your memory. Fuck. Okay. I remember. So two things. So do you think the guys or men um, complimenting women on their body parts or the way they look, do you think that become that's because they're a man or do you think it's because of the sexual attraction? I think it's because of the sexual attraction. Because so if a, a gay, gay guy did yes, it to you, so a gay guy can hit on you be like, damn daddy, ass looking fat today. You'd be like, that, all right, I, my nigga. <laughs> I, I looked at him and laughed and said, dude, that's not me. And I just kept walking. I just kept oh, walking. Because first of all, I'm smart. I know damn well if I punch this dude in the face, I'm going to jail for a hate crime. Straight up and down. So I'm not going to do that. Second, I, 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 fully, I fully believe that let a person say whatever the fuck they want as long as they don't put their hands on you. As long as they don't And that was my second part. Um, for me personally, thankfully, I've never been you know, seriously attacked in the street because of that. But I know for me, especially growing up in New York, it's like, you never really gauge what a man is going to do to you when he says, damn, baby, you look good. You know, you'd be like, okay, thank you. And then, you know, some guys don't know how to let that be that. You know, I've had guys come up to me and be like, damn, like, you look really good today. I just really want to tell you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But some guys, they don't. They grab you and things (laughs) like that. So it's like, for me, I just know, like, I don't ever know how to gauge that. And I think, you know, in the growing times, um, I think it's gotten worse. I think with women, the best thing that they do when a guy says, hey, Ma, you look good, is to ignore it. I think that's the best thing that you that 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 you don't do. I think it's the best thing. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't always work. But I tell <laughs> you what, I tell you, <laughs> you're absolutely right. But I tell you what, saying nothing is better than saying thank you. The minute you respond with anything in kind, that nigga is going to think you want to fuck him because we are idiots. We are fucking idiots. And then you say to yourself, well, why the fuck would she come outside looking like that? Well, I give you the answer. It starts with an L, ends with an S. So they, they, you know, you get upset when we say something, but you don't see how certain vibes you put off can, can cause that. Now, granted, there are dead guys who will say something if you got on a damn hijab and, and you're covered from head to toe. You, you still have dudes who will say something, but it's not as many as somebody who will say something with you walking around in a tight shirt and tight dress. I don't know how you dress, but I'm saying for women that do that, if you do that and you think that you're not going to go home without some type of crass comment, you need to wake the fuck up. You need to wake up. And and if you don't, if you're mindful and you say, I don't want to deal with, with men, and that's why I say women are fucking miserable because of the shit that y'all go through and who y'all are biologically, it's fucked up. If I woke up as a woman tomorrow, I'd fucking kill myself. There's First of all, there's no way I'm peeing sitting down. Second of all, there's no way I'm fucking walking around with dudes trying to fuck me every day. And I tell you, I tell men all the time, if women acted like us, we couldn't handle that shit. We couldn't. And, and that's being fair. We can't. It's rough. It is rough. And that's why I celebrate being a man so much. I'm, I'm glad I ain't got to deal with that bullshit. Now, all I need to do is be white and I'll be set for life. I don't want to deal with that <laughs> shit. It, it's not, it's not, listen, it's, it's hard. It's hard being a pimp and it's hard being a woman. I, I recognize, I recognize the struggles of a woman. I do. I, I really do. That's why I haven't said crass comments to a woman since I was 19. 
I'm, like I said, I don't want to get women that gassed up, and I don't want to add to that shit. I don't. I never wanted to be that guy who acted like every other guy, but I realized that there's certain traits of every other guy that I still do have and act out. But I have done a great job of controlling that shit. Um, I, 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 I think, recognize that. I think people like you or basically the scenario you just gave us is what makes it so easy for women to target um, masculinity. And then they start to lump all these things together. Because when you say things like that, you go outside of and out out of the bounds of what everyday average women want to deal with. So it makes women like me more success susceptible to this feminist movement because we're like we don't want to deal with that so if you can stop if you can have him stop telling me that my titties are sitting nice in his dress and everything else and my body is banging and this and the other then screw his you look nice today You know what I mean? So it's levels to it. And I think we have to define these things and talk about what's appropriate and inappropriate. That way you don't have masculinity attacked as a whole. But don't you think as a as a woman that women should take certain steps to I mean, I'm not saying we need to make a law or anything like that. But don't you think today women, the way they dress, they just give out too much. They're giving out too many previews. It's like that. It's like that Dave Chappelle joke. You know, you may not be a prostitute, but that is a hose uniform you got on. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it's that, but that's truth to power. And and that's what I mean. It's like I, I I understand women can wear whatever the hell they want. Anybody can wear whatever the hell they want. But I think that it really plays a part, personal responsibility, and 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 you know, understanding how rough men can be. You know, I think I feel that women should look at themselves in a certain way and say, you know what? That's not what I want to, that's not the vibe that I want to put out. You know what I'm saying? Cause they say that to men all the time, pull up your pants. You don't want nobody thinking you a thug, pull up your pants. You know what I'm saying? You don't want nobody thinking you a thug, stop wearing a hoodie. You know what being uh, once you're thinking you a thug, stop wearing baggy pants. You don't want nobody thinking you a thug, stop wearing skinny jeans. We can't win. We can't win. We got to pull up our pants. We can't wear hoodies. We can't wear skinny jeans no more. Chicks might think we got a low sperm count because we're wearing skinny jeans. Baggy jeans is too much because we look like thugs. Can't wear do-rags. Can't wear bandanas. But you can put your titties in my face. And I can't say shit. I I agree with that. And I'm, I would consider myself um, more of a conservative woman, especially in my day-to-day um, life. Um, but I think it's levels to it. And I don't think that my sister or my cousin or my girlfriend shouldn't be able to dress nice or feel beautiful without being harassed. Um, I just don't think they're one and the same. I don't think a guy should be able to follow you and hunt you down because you have a hoodie on. So like I said, it's levels to it. If it's wrong, it's wrong on both sides. Fair point. Fair point. I, I, feel, I, I, I feel that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, go ahead, because I, I was getting ready to close. So go ahead with your point. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm done. Right. I'm done. So we covered a lot of ground. Definitely didn't cover all of it. I feel like we could have went another two hours. Um, So closing thoughts. Plug your social media, what you guys have going on. And uh, then we're going to go ahead and tell the people good night. Shanice, I'm going to give you the floor first. All right, everybody. As you know, I'm Shanice. 
I have this little website called okaysersthething.com. Um, I'm revamping it. So, I mean, if you go to it, maybe a little bit fucked up now, but it'll be up and running hopefully by next week. Um, I'm also a part of a podcast with my three amigas. It's called I'm Just Saying Pod. We talk about dope shit. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dread Lightly. Also on Instagram at... Fuck, I just changed my name. What did I change? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Thick Filet. I thought that was cute. Um, <laughs> I thought it was so cute. Um, yeah, and you can catch me every week hopefully, on the Awakened Soul Podcast doing Unpopular Opinions. Yeah, I don't plan on firing you anytime soon. So you're really uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, Trax, tell the people where they can find you. And, oh, and you're, oh, wait, Sharnice, you didn't give any closing thoughts. Any closing thoughts on this? Closing thoughts. One last thing. This is going to be my closing thought. That's always my closing thought. Everyone listening, man, woman, trans, gay, straight, whatever, just try to continue being a good person. Try to be better today than you were yesterday. Try to have open communication and conversations like we just had. Be open to people's um, unpopular opinions and their opposing opinions. Because if we were all having the same thoughts, there would be no point in this thing called life. We're all here to learn, to adapt, to be good people. So, All right. Yeah. A-Track? <laughs> uh, yeah, A-Track Brown. Um, you could see me on YouTube, PW Hustle, PW Hustle 2. And sometimes joining Bello on Hacker Hameen Media, uh, Farrow Fancy. That's my Twitter. You can reach me there. Or you can reach me at my alternative Twitter when I get blocked. Tony Flags with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed being on the Awakened Soul for probably the last time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to everybody here. You guys are fucking great. Um, you know, uh, and uh, my closing thoughts are, are simple and plain. And it's just like this. Um... I would say to, to 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 the men out there, humble yourselves. Don't give too much power to people you know who are going to abuse it. That means women, hold yourself down. Women, stand by your man. Understand that you are valuable, but sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. And yes, we love you, but the last thing we want is a phone call with you asking us, what you doing? Because that's fucking time rape. You are raping my time. Time rape. Oh man, it's uh, definitely not gonna be a tracks last Shout time. To the greatest fucking philosopher of all time, may he rest in peace, my boy Patrice O'Neill. Live forever. It's definitely not gonna be a tracks last time on, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna go to to Miss Rhonda Mary. Rhonda, your closing thoughts and tell everybody where they can find you. Um, closing thoughts. Well, I'll tell you where you can find me first. Um, I am Rhonda. R Honda, so it does have an H in it. Rhonda R H Mary on YouTube and Rhonda underscore Mary on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and my closing thoughts: This is actually my second time on the podcast, so thank you for having me. It was amazing. I think we need to have um, more conversations like this and invite men to talk and hear what they have to say and understand and the same exact absolute thing for women I think we have to be sensitive to the root problem the root problem of what women are saying we want to feel safe and protected and we don't want to be harassed and we just want to feel loved and be able to live and so I think um, conversations like this will help 
And I think it's important to to keep doing that without throwing out these terms to make people feel guilty for their reasoning or the conclusion that they've come to. So thank y'all for having me. Oh, anytime, anytime. The Andrew Bello, you already know what to do, man. I don't have to tell you. I do. Hey, thank you for having me back. And uh, ladies, it was a pleasure having the conversation with you and track my my spirit animal. I hope to give as few a fucks as you do one day. <laughs> I always come on. I always come on the awakened soul. And I'm always worried I'm gonna be the one that says something really outlandish. <laughs> nope, you've had me covered today, man. Thank you very much. Hey, anytime. Again, <laughs> thank you for having me on. You could find me on Twitter at Bello Being Bello and over on the Hacker Hami Media Group uh, doing wrestling shows. For those of you who might be interested. Closing thoughts? Uh, I, I couldn't even possibly at this mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My closing thoughts will be available on the next time I'm on The Awakened Soul in long form. <laughs> All right, people. You guys know where you can find me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can also send me any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. And my closing thoughts are, how about let's not just label it toxic masculinity Toxic aggression may very well be a thing. You can catch me talking about it probably on another episode. But this has been the Toxic Masculinity Special episode from The Awakened Soul. Peace. Peace.